coming up on the Biz Women Rock podcast. I just kind of put myself out there like, here's my book, here's my message. And I think people really cling to that. And um, I, I got a retweet from the Vatican, from a cardinal at the Vatican, saw that picture that that person posted. She hashtagged it Vatican City and he retweeted it. It was a real cardinal. Wow. It was amazing. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm Katie Kremitzos, even though I might sound like Oprah in that particular introduction. And I'm your host of the show today. Um, So I'm especially excited and giving you the little Oprah howl because Biz Women Rock has been on a little bit of a summer break. And I'm so excited to be back. During the summer break, it was so vital to get a lot of new ideas, a lot of fresh content for you. And I'm so excited to share that information with you. So quick resource for you is that there is a free workshop coming up this Thursday all about Facebook groups and how you can use them to grow your business. You know how much I love Facebook groups. I am so, so passionate about how powerful Facebook groups really can be to not only make an impact in the lives of your members, but to really grow your business and you can hone in and leverage your group to be an expansion of the marketing and the sales component of your business. So come join me. There's a free workshop this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. That's Eastern Standard Time. All you have to do is go to bizwomenrock.com. You're going to see a giant icon on the sidebar right there that will say, hey, sign up for our next free workshop. Click there, go sign up, and uh, you're getting something pretty cool if you show up to the live workshop, okay? bizwomenrock.com. Go sign up for the free Facebook groups workshop. I'll see you there. So I spoiled myself with a kitty retreat last weekend, a full 48 hours away, completely on my own, happened to be close to the beach. That was a nice little side benefit. But I use this retreat to spend a lot of time with myself, get very quiet, have uninterrupted time to basically do some soul searching and to get very clear on where I am in life, what's important to me, how I'm living out my purpose in this world, how what that means for my business, for my relationship, for uh, my uh, relationship with my daughter, uh, with my parents, with my siblings, friends. I mean, all I mean, girl, I did all sorts of work. All right, but here's what I wanted to tell you as it relates to business. It was incredibly powerful for me. I have heard from so many women in the Biz Women Rock community, and perhaps you are one of the women who feels this, that you either have gone through or currently feel pretty hazy about what's going on in your business. Like you're kind of not sure exactly what you're doing or where you're going or what your focus should be. And look, it is so easy to get into that space. For me, all it took was two months of traveling and surgery and conferences and basically just getting out of my routine where I'm usually pretty focused. So um, I really got out of it. I got pretty unplugged to where I knew I needed some time by myself to figure everything out again. And it was I knew it would just be sort of a couple clicks to the right and I would fit right back in and I'd get where I am and what I'm doing, right? So if you have ever felt that, if you're currently feeling that, 
I would highly recommend you go spend some time with yourself and process what is so important to you and come up with very realistic ideas about how much time you're spending on your business throughout the week and what that means for the realities of your goals and what you want to accomplish. I mean, there's tons of processes I went through to get very clear on what makes me really happy in my business. How do I like to share um, information and really make an impact with all of my community members? And how does that build out my business, right? So anyway, I just wanted to kind of share that because I was absolutely mind blown at how quickly I went from feeling completely lost, truthfully, to being very zoned in, knowing exactly what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and having a very doable action plan uh, to get it all done. So you don't need that much time, really. Um, So I just wanted to share that with you, if that's helpful at all for you, if you identify with that. Feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to talk to me in our Facebook group uh, because A, you're not alone, and B, there are definitely some great things you could do to help yourself get focused. And the number one thing is spending some time alone with yourself and just listening to yourself, okay? So let's get into today's show. First up, we have Biz Women on the Move. Our Biz Women on the Move segment is here so you can hear about the incredible successes, wins, and lessons of your fellow Biz Women Rock community members, because they kind of rock. Hey, Katie and the Biz Women Rock community. This is Michelle Evans from MichelleLEvans.com, and I wanted to share a recent win that I've had. And you know, Katie, it's all around letting go of the dreaded perfectionism. I know, uh, you know, uh, maybe like six or seven weeks ago, Katie, you challenged a bunch of us to do Facebook Live videos. And I said yes, but then I delayed for a couple weeks because I wanted to do it, quote unquote, right. Ugh. Then I saw, you know, how natural you were and how much people engaged with your videos. So I decided to just do it. And now I whip out three to four videos a week super easily, and I love them. And best of all, my Facebook group loves them. It's turned into business. It's turned into clients. People are responding unlike a lot of other ways. So thank you so much. Hey, Katie, and hello to the Biz Women Rock community. Uh, This is Lauren Oberweger with Free Expression Seminars. I wanted to share a recent success with regard to a writing workshop that I put on in Virginia Beach, June 20th through 26th, brought together an amazing faculty of 11 uh, industry professionals, uh, book editors, literary agents, authors, to teach a group of really dedicated, wonderful writers about fiction craft. We had just an incredible week. It was a wonderful combination of really um great symbiosis of um, personalities and high-level instruction, really generous people, and really dedicated writers coming together to learn and to support each other. Um, I worked some incredibly long days as editor-in-residence and a writing instructor. I taught for several hours. I ran critique groups. I had one-on-one consultations. And every student there got to meet with about a half dozen really well-placed professionals, all of whom 
completely brought their A game. So it took a little doing to bring it all together, even though I'm pretty experienced at putting on workshops. This one, because it has such a, a nice size faculty, took a little bit more logistical energy and focus, um, but the end result was just amazing. So I'm really proud of it, and I wanted to share that with you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Maria Desmondi is an incredibly successful self-published children's book author. She's written seven books, including Spaghetti in a Hot Dog Bun, The Juice Box Bully, Pink Tierra Cookies for Three, The Potato Chip Champ, Spoonful of Sweetness, Chocolate Milk Por Favor, and The Little Linebacker, which is co-written with NFL player Stephen Tullock. Since self-publishing her first book in 2008, Maria has sold over 300,000 books. She also has had her book Spaghetti in a Hot Dog Bun turned into a play that has been running for two years now because so many people keep on asking Maria how she has become so successful as an author. She has created a course called How I Sold Over 26,000 Books in Six Months And she's also started her own separate publishing company, which is a hybrid publishing company called Cardinal Rule Publishing. She is truly one of the most incredibly successful self-published businesswomen and authors that I know. So you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So let's get things started with Maria. Miss Maria, I am so happy that you're on the show today. Thanks so much for being here. You're welcome. It's not everyone who gets a nice little serenade in the beginning of my interviews. (laughs) (laughs) You're certainly a special lady. Um, All right. Here's the deal. Uh, Let's just let's just lay out the red carpet for you because it's totally true. You are kind of an amazing writer, publisher (laughs) and businesswoman. And it is not often that those three things are found in one person. So sometimes you're a great writer And then you publish a book and nothing happens because you have to understand the business on the other end of actually selling the books and actually generating revenue from the books. And I don't think I've ever met anyone as savvy on that um, as you. So so I let everyone know in the introduction kind of uh, how awesome you are, gave them some numbers about what you have done. So I want to start a little bit at the beginning in the sense of you decided to self-publish your very first book. Can you talk a little bit about just a brief, like why you decided to do that versus traditional publishing? And then what strategy you actually used to get the book out there and get sales? Okay. So I didn't really want to self-publish. I I submitted my manuscript to 90 different traditional publishers. And over the course of 13 months, I had gotten a maybe and I had gotten a yes, we would like to publish your book, but we cannot accept it for three years. And I thought, three years? I am... (laughs) I'm ready to rock and roll. Like I just, I'm, I'm very similar, Katie, to you in the fact that like, if I want something, I need to go at it when I've got the energy and the motivation. Right. So I wanted to publish a book and, and I found a local subsidized publisher is what they're called. So basically the publisher is going to walk you through all the steps you invest. So it's actually self-publishing, but they're going to do everything for you. You pay them a fee, they take you through the process. And so that's why I self-published because I just had this energy and this passion to get this book into the world. And I needed it to happen before three years. 
my God. Did you say 90, nine zero submissions yes. that you put out oh, there? Oh, yeah. Yes. Wow. One maybe and one yes. Um, yeah, and I had already waited nine, I had already waited nine or uh, 13 months. And I was like, that's enough. I've wasted 13 months waiting to hear this. Like, I'm ready to go. So. Man. All right. So you just did it on your own. You hired a service to help you walk through the process and then you did it. But you had to know that, um, okay, at the end of this, I have a book. Now what do I do with it? What What did you plan? And then definitely how did you proceed to actually market the book and sell the book? What did you do? Well, I started like really from the ground and took it all the way up, right? So I started going to craft shows and the company that I worked with had some suggestions. They had a very small marketing package that came with the fee I paid. And so I saw what they were doing. Oh, they had a press release. Oh, they're sending it out to local media. They're pitching news. They're pitching. So I started learning from what they were doing. But that marketing package ran out super quickly, like within two or three months. And I, I started just testing out the waters. So craft shows. And I was like literally walking up to bookstores and saying, do you want to carry my book? Um, yeah. And just, I, love it. I mean, it was really, um, testing out the waters at the beginning. It was a lot of the traditional ways that a, um, that an, an author would get their books into stores and that a, an author would market their books. And it just really wasn't working for me. It just didn't feel like the right thing to do. So what did you end up doing? I mean, you were trying all these ways and it, nothing seemed to really click. I mean, like how, how, how were you actually getting them sold then? Yeah. So at the very beginning, it just felt like a really slow process. And somewhere about two years into it, my, my second book came out and I just started learning and educating myself and listening and thinking outside of the box. So um, what happened about that two-year mark is I really started doing school visits and going around to schools in Michigan, talking about the concept of my book, charging a speaking fee. And there I was speaking to, on average, a school in Michigan has five to 600 students. That's advertising right there. Yeah. So then word of mouth started happening, and I started booking more speaking engagements, which was able to you know, fund my income so that I had more time to be able to do these creative marketing strategies that really my business model has taken off on because I, I focus more now on, you know, at the end of the day, my primary goal is getting my message and my stories out. They're all empowering books for children to make them feel good about themselves, to make them stronger on the inside. So I just kind of break it down. Like, how can I get those messages out? And I'm using a lot of social media now. So my business model has really grown. It's outside of the box. I'm not afraid to try things. So I've, I've come a long way. I definitely have from the traditional marketing for books. Most definitely. I want to get into some of your social media strategies. But first, I want to circle back to the fact that you are charging a speaking fee to go out and speak to students in the numbers of four to 500 at a time. Um, obviously, you, you know, sort of worked relationships and um, had been a teacher in the past. So you uh, or maybe even at that time, you were still a teacher, because I don't think you actually were able to quit your teaching job until like three years after this process. But, um, you know, like you put it out there. So did you have some sort of package that said, hey, here, if you pay this speaking fee, I will bring books for everyone so that you are actually distributing the books and thus getting paid for them? No. So I, I kind of knew what to do because I was a teacher. So I had, I've seen years of authors coming to our school. And so I just asked a lot of questions to our media specialists. How do these authors do it? 
And I started out probably the first five to six school visits, maybe up to 10, somewhere around there. I offered for free just to kind of get my bearings. But basically, the speaking fee includes my actually talking to the kids. I usually do two programs that are age appropriate because what you're going to say to a kindergartner is very different from what you should say to a fifth grader. They're just different ages. (laughs) And then I offer book sales on top of that. So when you're a self-published author you take your books into a school, you sell 100 books, right there, your profit is 100%. You're not having distribution fees, and you're not having to pay out any fees to a publisher. So it becomes profitable right there. Wow, love that. And I love you itemizing that because I definitely would have assumed like, oh, yeah, I'll throw in the X amount of books in this package. And you're saying no, I actually got a speaking fee and people were paying for books. That's awesome. Yes. And I have to tell everyone listening that schools here in Michigan actually have it in their budget from the state. So there's there's money in their budget to hire outside programs to come in. So I knew that. And so, you know, you can't be afraid to ask for speaking fees for sure. So obviously you write children's books. And so that's very what you're talking about is very specific to that niche. And so if you're listening and you don't write children's books, but you write books that pertain to a very specific niche, I guess the the you know comparable lesson here is just to go after associations or groups that have a lot of the people that you want to talk to and, you know, offer yourself as a speaker to that community, to those people. I think that that is absolutely brilliant. Yes, Um, yes. So let's get into your social media stuff because, um, dude, you're awesome on social media. And I, I can't even say that I probably have scratched the surface on all of the different things that you do on social media to drum up interest in your books, to get people to purchase, to get people, you know, sharing what's going on. Can you just share one or two of your most favorite strategies that you've done on social media to really get the word out there about your books? Absolutely. So first of all, um, thank you. You're so kind. (laughs) You're making me blush over here. I'm just honest. Seriously. You are so kind. (laughs) Um, Second, I love to try new things. So that's kind of how social media has taken off for me. Um, Okay. First, you really have to know your audience. And um, my target market, right? Kids are reading my books, but it's the parents and the caregivers and the teachers that are buying the book. So that's who I'm really targeted to. And those people hang out in different areas. Teachers hang out on Pinterest. Um, A lot of parents hang out on Facebook. You know, principals are hanging out on LinkedIn and Twitter. So you kind of have to be a little bit of everywhere, which can be overwhelming. But I've outsourced a lot of the different social media areas that do not interest me. Like Twitter, I'm not really into it. So I work with my VA to help me with my Twitter account. So let me tell you um, a couple of my most successful strategies. So I offer some type, my sales go down in the summertime. So I analyzed my sales. I looked over the course of the year. Oh man, I got to try something in the summer because sales really drop. So a couple years ago, I came up with the World Spaghetti Tour. And my first book, Spaghetti in a Hot Dog Bun, I said to everyone, hey, and I put this on social media. I put it on Facebook and Twitter. I said, take my book on vacation with you. Take a picture in front of a special monument, put it on Facebook, use this hashtag, and you will be entered to win Disney tickets for your family. Love now, it. as yeah, as a business owner, Disney tickets really are like $100, $125 a person. So I did like a family of four. It's really not that much money for a prize. Right. But people were excited. Pictures started coming in with my book in front of, you know, the Sydney Opera House, in front of um, the Vatican. It was like in front of the Eiffel Tower, in front of, I mean, it was amazing. That's Lady awesome. Liberty. <laughs> 
So think about it. All these people posting these pictures, whoever their family and friends are on Facebook and Twitter, they're seeing these pictures and saying, what's that book? It was the image that I really think helped because my sales flipping doubled that summer. Wow. Oh my gosh. And were you even, I mean, I know you were having everyone hashtag, but did you, was there any sort of call to action or were you like tying it all back and saying, here's the website or anything like that? Or people would find it just because they saw the image of your book and they'd go hunt you down. You know, that's probably where I lack. I I don't have a lot of call to actions because I don't want to come off as salesy. So I just kind of put myself out there like, here's my book, here's my message. And I think people really cling to that. And, um, I I got a retweet from the Vatican, from a cardinal at the Vatican, saw that picture that that person posted. She hashtagged it Vatican City, and he retweeted it. It was a real cardinal. It was amazing. Yeah, so that that had a lot of traction. Um, So I'm very generous. I give a ton of things away. I have a lot of promotions. That has been so helpful and successful in social media for me. And I would say probably my second one would be taking your Facebook rocks course and <laughs> having a private Facebook group, bringing together teachers and parents who are committed to raising kids of character. And that group has been really powerful for me in getting my name out there and getting me more speaking engagements because I've created that you know community. I've created that um, network of people who trust and are my friends and who like me and know that what I say I'm going to give, I'm actually going to follow through on. So that has actually been really helpful. And I've been doing that for about nine months now. I did not pay her to give that plug, I promise. She really didn't. <laughs> she didn't. But, but if you I mean, want to learn more, I mean, there are plenty. I love Facebook groups. And exactly for that reason, because you become the leader and the influencer. And, um, you know, people know, like, and trust you. So that's yes. awesome. Yes. And then I will say just one last thing. I hang out on Instagram a lot. And the reason I do that is because uh, photography is a hobby of mine and I really love it. So I try to match like everything in my day. I try I try to make sure that it's bringing me joy because if it's taking time away from my kids and my family, I want it to also bring me joy, not only generating revenue in our family. So yeah, love it. Um There's one very unique thing about your business and what's happened and transpired in your business uh, as an author that I think is so out of the ordinary, and I want to be able to talk about it. So your book, Spaghetti in a Hot Dog Bun, uh, is a play. Like, it's a legitimate play that people pay money to go see. Can -hmm. you talk a little bit about how that transpired and what benefits that has had on your business? Yes, I think it really transpired because I'm open and I'm not afraid to take risks. And I received an email one day from a playwright in New York City who said, I was babysitting my niece and I told her, let's read your favorite book. And she pulled out Spaghetti in a Hot Dog Bun and I cannot stop thinking about the book and I want to turn it into a children's musical. And here's the information about my production company. And we called up my attorney and we made a deal happen And so they've been traveling with the show for, I think, two years now. And um, it goes across the country to local elementary schools and local children's theaters. And there are three adult actors that are putting on the show. I mean, my family and friends saw it when it came through Michigan. And it brought everyone to tears because it's my message and my characters in real life. Like, they are singing and dancing. And I'm receiving royalty checks on that. And I think... 
it just, I think to the average individual, that first email might have been spam. Like, oh, is someone spamming me? What's right, this? Right, right. But to be able to be open to something different, I, I'm not afraid of that. And I, um, I, I, I think that's a really unique quality just to be able to be open. And, you know, who knew at the time I was like, I don't know what this is going to do, but I, if it's, if it's my message going into a different art form, let's do it. It's more kids seeing this. Right. Oh, I love that. And we don't have too much time yet, but there's two major things that I want to touch upon. So the first is that your most recent book called The Little Linebacker is now officially out there and live. And it was <laughs> co-written with NFL player Stephen Tulloch. Um, I mean, that's a big deal. What is What has it been like to have a massive celebrity as a co-writer and someone who's also out there co-promoting the book? Like what impact has that had on your books and on your business? Well, it's given me a, a greater appreciation for athletes and he is an amazing individual. And, um, and then secondly, it's really opened my eyes because I've had so many people come to me and say, I want to do what you are doing. And I've been, I've done coaching and consulting before, and I just didn't feel very passionate about that. And so this has led me into starting my own publishing company. It's a hybrid publishing company. So now I can work with people like Steven and say, yes, I can take your story, and if it meets the mission and the vision in my company, I can bring your story to life. So it's, it's allowed me to open my own publishing company. Which is called Cardinal Rule Publishing. You've got that right. <laughs> Go check it out. I will definitely have a link to uh, Maria's publishing website within the show notes here at bizwomenrock.com. Um, if you are... Uh, if you have a community of people who are following you, if you have, if you're well established out there and you're about to write a book or have written a book and you want to, you know, know what Maria knows and, and really take advantage of the, of the publishing company, please go check her out. Um, so I want to conclude with the fact that I believe that all great visionaries do have so many things in common. But one of the best things that they have in common is that they turn around and teach what they know. And you've done that recently. You've launched your own online course called um, How How I Sold Over 26,000 Books in 26 Months. In six months, girlfriend. Six months. What, did I say 26 months? Yeah, oh but that God. would be cool too. <laughs> <laughs> no, six months sounds a lot better. So, And you made sure that I, uh, made sure that I knew too because um, obviously I'm like mincing my words all the time with this. But how you sold over 26,000 books in six months, that's 20, that's 26,000 books, not revenue. That means that turns into like 260,000 in revenue. And because you're self-publisher, you, that's all you. So for anyone who is interested in learning more about how you can actually take your self-published book and actually really make money on it, which is almost unheard of in the space of self-publishing. I I cannot recommend enough that you go check out Maria's course. And again, I will have direct links to that within the show notes. Um, what? Um, tell me a little bit about, about what you have there so everyone knows. Yeah. I, you know, when I first got started, I reached out to so many authors and I just did not get feedback. I did not get the... the the, you know, um, what do you say? Like the partnership that I was hoping for, just someone get on the phone and talk to me and tell me what this business is all about. So I want to just share it with everyone. And like I said, I wasn't consulting and coaching wasn't working for me. I have three young children at home. So I have over 10 hours of video footage of me just teaching everything I know about the business, taking you through beginning to end. 
so that it's available to people. And there's actually two options. So one of the options is the basic course and the other one is with support. So the support course, I give assignments to help you stay accountable to meeting that goal of writing and publishing a book. So within the modules, you have assignments that you have to submit to me and I give you feedback on those assignments. And so far, I've gotten a lot of um, good testimonials. People are really liking the accountability with the support course. Love it. Uh, Maria, you're just doing so many amazing things. And I really appreciate you sharing how you have built this incredible business over the years. I just, I can't tell you how much I really respect. Um, it is very normal for people to publish a book, not sell it like they're expecting to kind of put it out there and that everyone of course will in mass come to their website and buy their book um, and they don't realize it does take so much work behind the scenes to be able to do it and a lot of strategy and a lot of willingness to put yourself out there and try new things and you've obviously done that and have so much knowledge to share with everyone so thank Thank you you. so much for sharing a little bit about here. If I can just give one last word of wisdom it really is a business that you have to be thinking about seven days a week it's something that every single day you should be either thinking, educating yourself or trying something different to get your message out there. And um, I just I, I don't want anyone to, you know, think that you can get rich by writing a book. There's so much behind writing a book. You have to write the book and then have that drive to get the message out there. So that's our show for today. Hope this brought a lot of great information to you. And here's the deal. When you go out and implement, because I'm all about action, when you go out and implement so many of these ideas that Maria has talked about, or you get impacted by uh, a win that you heard from Michelle or from Lauren, let us know about it. I want to hear how this information impacts your business, what happens because of the actions that you take. So best way to do that is to go share it in the Facebook group. Go share it in our community, Biz Women Rock. If you're not yet part of that group, just go to bizwomenrock.com and opt in and you will get your private invitation. Have a great day and I'll see you on the next episode. 